I am Rafaela Tinconi, Chief Economist at ADA Economics. We specialize on effective analysis to manage financial risks. Today, I'm so delighted to have Barbara Stewart with us to talk about her insight and research on this topic. Barbara, hello, how are you? Hello, I'm great. Thank you so much for the opportunity to talk with you today. I'm looking forward to it. Well, you, you have a lot of interesting stuff to tell us. So first of all, and I think what you're also telling me is, is aligned with what we have discovered, you know, over the course of the creation of ADA, because my mission was always to make my job more accessible. And unfortunately, you know, 99% of the world population doesn't know what an economist does. And the remaining 1%, at least half of that, doesn't really understand how they speak because most economists try to speak in their own lingo and they don't care whether people really relate to them. So when, when we started building our, our platform and then trying to understand how can we make our research effective and accessible, we've discovered that there are four pillars that really help. One is just sharing insights from people that are in the topic, just like I am doing with you, you know, just letting people yeah. that are really on a, on a day-to-day, on a theme, talk about, uh, well, their passion, really, because that gives, you know, your experience really transpires in a very honest way, you know. So we think that that is that is really critical to give good message, authentic message, and a certain amount of trust, which is of course critically important in financial markets. Definitely. Then we do modeling with all of their imperfections, <laughs> but it has a good benchmark of you know what history tells you something should be worth. And we do a lot of data sharing because sometimes just knowing what something is and putting it in context, it's powerful knowledge, you know, knowing what is the value and then putting in historical context is, is, is very important. And then the last layer is really our assessment. So actually, our assessment is only one fourth of the whole package. If you don't have all four, I don't think you can really genuinely use our insights because you, you will be missing too many parts of the whole, right? And, and I think you would share with me the fact that investing is quite complex and there are quite a lot of steps to be done, right? Before you can really have the confidence of, of doing it. And it's always better to have access to that knowledge. And that's it's wonderful what you're doing, including this type of podcast because women will gravitate to this style of communication. This has been proven time and time again. Uh, women prefer to invest in causes and concerns that matter to them, and they also prefer to communicate using storytelling. So making economics accessible, which is what you're doing, is wonderful. And hopefully we'll see a whole new generation of female economists after the work you're doing. <laughs> well, let's hope so. <laughs> let's hope yeah. so. Well, look, I have a, a last question. What about failure? Do do any of these successful women 
ever failed, you think? <laughs> well, this is this is a great, great question. And, you know, I started out by sharing the reason that I'm only talking to these really super smart women is because I wanted to counter the negative messages. However, in doing the one-on-one -on -one interviews before I come up with my little stories for the rich thinking papers, I do ask a lot about their background questions back sorry about their personal background and sometimes that gets involved in their little story that gets written up as well but trust me uh, all of these wonderful smart interesting women have had some failures in their life and sometimes it's rather extreme like growing up without any money whatsoever situations of domestic abuse whatever it is I've heard it all and so you can kind of take that and go one way or another and I think a, a beautiful thing for anybody who's struggling to do is to read some of these stories because again, they might resonate with you personally because there's such a, a diverse array of personalities and backgrounds from all parts of the world. It's a wonderful thing to do to just sit down and, and read some of these situations. But I mean, I think all of us have failed. Maybe some of us aren't as willing to talk about it as others. Um, but what do you think, Raphael, about the idea of getting through that failure? Well, I think that failure can make you stronger, uh, provided you have the right emotional support, or to some extent you have some, some understanding and support that you, know, you, you need to want to go beyond the failure. Um, and of course, that's also part of why financial risk management is so important, because you need to have thought that something may not go as well as you think. So you hopefully have built in some, some buffers. And again, this, this resonates a little bit, well, first of all, with my personal experience, as well as the research that I've conducted. Um, for example, my, my personal experience, my, my parents were entrepreneurs. They had, you know, some decades that were extremely successful, some decades that were extremely unsuccessful. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so navigating that actually is what triggered my, my personal interest in economics, because I wanted to understand why failure? Sometimes it just happens. It's just the trend yes. that is against you, right? Well, look at um, the environment we're in today. There's all kinds of ridiculous outlier situations that might not have been in anyone's financial model, right? Exactly. So failure, I think failure is very important ingredient when you do proper risk management and financial planning, especially for women, because it's not just the failure of the investment you've chosen. I think there are a lot of external factors that can be, you know, your, your health goes down or something in your family happens or the country that you live in goes into a financial crisis. So there are a lot of external factors that I think are worth thinking about and preparing for it just to smooth your quality of life essentially. So I, you know, my mantra is financial risk is, is particular in the sense that people don't necessarily have a lot of experience about a particular situation. But these days, we have so much experience and data, that it is possible for everyone to create 
you know, redundancy projects or redundancy plans when things go badly and not having them may look like the easiest solutions, but in my experience, it turns out to be the worst possible scenario that you can do for your own living, really. Well, I fully agree. If you have a proper plan in place with various scenarios and multiple potential outcomes, you sleep at night because you know, okay, I know what what the possibilities are, right? Exactly, exactly. And then it it becomes self-fulfilling. If you can sleep at night because you have some plan, you can keep on you know, re-energize and think through about the next move. Instead, if you go into a vortex of, I don't know, you know, I've lost control of this, then it gets very, very hard uh, quite quickly. So Barbara Stewart, thank you so much for this conversation. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for sharing your research. So let me remind everyone, they can read your research on barbarastewart.ca, correct? That is correct. And thank you so much for the wonderful conversation. And I wish you a wonderful evening. Excellent. Thanks a lot. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Bye-bye.